0: Embrace the certainty that comes from being armed against adversity. Embrace the wellness company, for in its embrace lies the promise of resilience, the promise of a brighter tomorrow amidst the chaos of today. Don't wait for the next crisis to strike. Visit twc.health forward slash strangeplanet and use promo code strangeplanet for an exclusive 10% discount. Prepare today and rest easy tomorrow. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the
2: welcome once again
0: to another episode of strange planet and uh, if you'd like to get deeper into the podcast strange planet you might want to consider becoming a premium subscriber it's really easy in fact the link is right there in the episode description uh but it's strangeplanet.supportingcast.fm, strangeplanet.supportingcast.fm, and uh, there are three monthly tiers to choose from. Choose the one that's right for you. You gain access to commercial free listening, bonus episodes, a uh, subscription to my free monthly newsletter, Inner Sanctum, discounts on Strange Planet merchandise, and much more. All right, on this episode, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., of course, the son of the late senator Bobby Kennedy and the nephew of the late president, John F. Kennedy, both of whom were murdered by the deep state. And on March the 3rd, 2023, in a speech at the New Hampshire Institute of Politics, Kennedy stated that he was considering a run for president in 2024. YouTube later took down a video of the speech citing medical misinformation. On April 5th, 2023, Bobby filed his candidacy, formally declared his candidacy at a campaign launch event at the Park Plaza Hotel in Boston on April the 19th, 2023. Of course, the Kennedys have uh, deep roots in uh, Boston. And then in an interview, Joe Rogan raised Kennedy's belief that both his uncle, John F. Kennedy, and his father, Robert F. Kennedy, were assassinated by the CIA and asked what would happen to him. Kennedy replied he knew that he had to be careful, stating, I'm aware of that. I'm aware of that danger. I don't live in fear of it at all, but I'm not stupid about it, and I take precautions. So right now, Bobby Kennedy Jr. polling somewhere between 15 to 20%, despite uh, basically being totally vilified by the mainstream media. They may even hate him more than they do. Donald Trump, if you can imagine. So we're going to talk about Robert F. Kennedy Jr., his campaign. Is he the real deal? Joel Skousen is a political scientist by training, specializing in the philosophy of law and constitutional theory. He's also the editor and publisher of a terrific news analysis service called World Affairs Brief. Joel Skousen, welcome back to the program. How are you?
1: Well, thank you, Richard. It's uh, very good to be with you in a very timely topic.
0: I have to tell you, I, I just finished reading your brief, which is just hot off the press, and um, I was—I was not shocked, but I was really surprised. You—you—you you you look at Bobby Kennedy Jr. in a very favorable light, for the most part.
1: Yes, and being a, a libertarian and uh, constitutional conservative, that might seem strange, except that I'm also you know, a very dedicated uh, uh, believer in conspiracy, both fact and theory. And uh, I'll tell you, I am convinced that Bobby Kennedy is more dangerous to the deep state than Donald Trump, because, uh, you know, whereas Donald Trump was clueless about who is deep state and who isn't, because he's never studied conspiracy. uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. has been raised on conspiracy, and the fact that he knows that his father and, uh, and his uncle were killed by the by the government uh, it wasn't just the cia it's really the dark side of government the deep state as we know it
0: right right and also as an environmental lawyer uh, he's taken on big pharma he's taken on big government um so he's a fighter no question
1: yeah he won the case against monsanto about um uh, lymphoma. And um, he's really gone after these people. And so, you know, he's he's been a target of them and uh, it has hardened him. It has made him very realistic. and uh, But he's uniquely qualified. This guy is a really great debater. Uh, I pitied the guy that goes up against, uh, as, as we'll explain in these interviews, they go up against him in terms of uh, uh, health and vaccines and medical things, and they just get wiped off the floor.
0: Let's uh, talk to me about how he has um, perhaps committed one of the you know the great faux pas in public life, and that is uh, taking on big pharma in his capacity, I guess, as founder of the Children's Health Defense, uh, and particularly since the pandemic.
1: Well, you know, he didn't start out as being uh, uh, anti-pharma or even anti-vaccine. Uh, But he had a lady after a speech, you know, just tearfully come up to him and say, you know, my child has been damaged by vaccines and nobody's going to listen to me. And he kind of, because of his sympathetic nature, he decided to listen to her story. And then he got on the track of investigating and found out more than he ever wanted to know that they had been lying about vaccine trials and vaccine you know, safety for years. They've been damaging millions of children, especially in Africa with the experiment on these vaccines and it put him on a crusade. And so he has been, uh, uh, you know, one of my heroes in terms of taking on big pharma. And even though this is just a portion of the deep state and he understands a portion of conspiracy, he does know there is conspiracy in it. He knows it's about his, his father and the killing and the cover up of that. He knows it in terms of big pharma unfortunately he doesn't know about anything in, in foreign policy which is his weak point
0: right right could joel skousen see himself voting for a democrat if you if he were to get the nomination which is we'll talk about that because that's a you know pretty unlikely
1: yeah it is unlikely because of his hostility toward the deep state and his understanding of uh, of even a portion of conspiracy which they cannot tolerate anyone actually i mean uh, for example, he would get all of those JFK files released, uh, and uh, you know he came out against him and Biden said, "We're never going to release them now." You know there are certain portions of, you know, for national security we we're never going to release. Well, what have they got to hide? Well, he knows what they've got to hide. They've got to hide government involvement, and uh, they cannot afford to ever let that happen.
0: But uh,
1: yes, uh, Joel Skousen could conceivably even vote for a
0: Democrat. Wow! Everybody. Stop the pre- <laughs> stop the presses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well, you see, I'm not interested in anything but exposing the greatest threat that we face, and it isn't socialism, it isn't communism, it is the deep state and conspiracy. It's secret combinations of power that virtually control this government and your government in Canada and every Western government, and that's the real issue. And uh, you know, I'm not interested in in petty small. Fox News type conservative diatribes i want to see conspiracy laid open wide and bobby kennedy could do that
0: i think you um you, you're also very taken by his his complete and utter candor
1: absolutely you know i am so tired of hearing politicians duck and weave and Bob and, and evade questions and he takes them on straight on, <laughs> you know, as we get into some of these interview questions, just just incredible. you know, the doctor in this interview with uh, uh, Elizabeth Vargas who who got on the the microphone and said, you know, how can we help you come to the science and and you know and stop this ridiculous, you know cascade against vaccines? <laughs> he, you know, he's got a great sense of you and he says, are you asking how you can bring me to my senses? And the <laughs> audience laughs. And then he proceeds to take this doctor apart. <laughs> it's just classic. It's it's great to watch. Um,
0: how closely do you think uh, his campaign parallels his late father's in 1968? I mean, above and beyond the obvious that he's running against an incumbent. Um, at that time, I guess, you know, lbj hadn't dropped out yet so he technically was running against an incumbent any other parallels that you see
1: well there there really are no parallels because you know john f kennedy uh jr was really his campaign was run by the establishment Uh, uh i mean they bought off uh through the mafia labor votes and other things it was real corruption that elected john f kennedy and he had very little to do with it uh Bobby Kennedy, on their hand, is deeply involved. He doesn't have speechwriters writing for him. He doesn't have policy advisors making political statements for him. Uh, He's just now starting a campaign. He's got no major donors. I mean, you see, this is a totally grassroots uh, campaign, which is refreshing,
0: Richard. Oh, i meant i meant uh, his father i I'm, I'm sorry i may have said his uncle i meant how it how closely does it any other parallels beside the fact that his father in 68 was running running against an incumbent lbj uh until he dropped out any other parallels do you see between him and his father's campaign
1: well not really because you know his father um uh, well there are parallels in the sense that his father was very much against uh, the mafia it was much very much against hoover and of course, the deep state was very much involved in the mafia, using them for hitmen and, and other things. And and, uh, and Hoover was very much in their pocket because he was a homosexual and they had dirt on him and he had dirt on the Kennedys. And so it was kind of a, a mutual warfare there. So there are some parallels, uh, I think, that are important. But, um, you know, I don't think Bobby Jr.'s life is in danger of assassination like Bobby Kennedy's was. Because, you see, they don't mind killing JFK and RFK because that made uh, liberal Democrats and put them into the the martyr category and improved. I mean, that's why Johnson passed the entire Kennedy legislative package uh, under his Great Society thing, uh, which wasn't going anywhere in Congress during JFK's term as president. But you make him a martyr and suddenly... Everything's named after him, and it just boosted uh, the socialist agenda in the United States. They don't dare do that with Robert F. Kennedy because it will boost his image as the the person who broke open the conspiracy with Big Farm, Big Pharma, and they don't want to give him notoriety, or make him a martyr in that same reason why they never assassinated Donald Trump.
0: You don't want to make him a martyr, so there isn't the same danger there. Right. Right, but they will—they will play dirty. They are playing dirty, obviously, oh, yeah. and they've enlisted the the, the media. Uh, and it, it, it's just you know conspiracy theorists, this and anti vaxxers or that. Um, I, I mentioned that they may—they the media may hate um, Bobby Kennedy Jr. even more than Donald Trump. Do you think that's a fair assessment? Yes,
1: they fear him more because he is effective, and Donald Trump is not effective at going up against the deep state. Donald Trump, you know, has no conservative background. He hasn't any ability to argue for the conservative points. He he has good gut feelings. I mean, he was wanted to avoid birthright citizenship. But as soon as they uh, said, oh, you can't do this and gave him a few legal arguments, he backed right down because he doesn't know how to argue. Bobby Kennedy would know how to argue those points. He would go to the law books. He's a a very experienced litigator.
0: So let's talk about, um, I mean, and he's likable. Um, Yes, he he is. He's, um, do you think he could be? Let's say somehow he were able to navigate all of the obstacles and become uh, the nominee. Do you think he could be the great unifier? In other words, he could take enough votes from, let's say, reasonable old, um, you know, old time Democrats, enough independents, and maybe even uh, enough Republicans to, to win the presidency? Assuming yeah,
1: there's no there's nobody else that could do that other than Bobby Kennedy right now. You know he is likable. Uh, Even the Democrats who are watching said, you know, he he just comes across as so honest, and that's because he is. I mean, I'm a good judge of people, and I can tell when somebody's lying and bobbing and weaving. You know, before the cameras. I mean, you look at any of these Republican hearings about Democratic officials that they brought up on the docket, and uh, they won't ever give you a straight answer. Just It's just so frustrating. Bobby Kennedy will take it on head on. Even the conspiracy theory, you know, tell me where I'm wrong. You know, challenge him right back. Uh, Really incredible.
0: Okay, so let's look at Bobby Kennedy Jr. on the issues. Let's start with um, the Ukraine war.
1: Well, you know, on his interview with Elizabeth Vargas, which is the first time he really gave, uh, and also with the Tucker Carlson interview, he gave some, his view on the the Ukraine war, he is very sympathetic to the plight of the Ukrainian people. He said he's not sympathetic to Putin's illegal invasion, but he, in fact, he even talked about his son Connor, who went over and fought in the special forces as a machine gunner in Ukraine. Uh, so he's got to have some you know interest there. But he said we have neglected opportunities to settle this war peacefully, and that's where he goes into great detail and shows a wide range of knowledge about the traditional narrative. About the fall of the Soviet Union and the agreements that the West signed with Russia not to expand NATO. Now, I know of no politician that can quote off the top of his head this level of detail. That said, without a knowledge of the devious motives of the Soviets in faking their own demise and faking the fall of the Soviet Union, and at the same time, the devious motives of the Western globalists in letting the Russians get away with it, not calling them on the phony fall of the Soviet Union. And the fact that the Western globalists had no intention of keeping those agreements in order to hand Putin the excuse to invade Ukraine. You see, the globalists want this eventual war with Russia. Russia wants it. China wants it. And that's why there's going to be a war. But, you know, he doesn't understand any of the conspiratorial aspects about foreign policy. He doesn't understand how the West has built up Russia and China since their very inception. They brought the communists to power in Russia. They brought Mao Zedong to power in China. They've given them and let them steal technology. They gave them the miniature ball bearing technology that allowed them to have multiple warheads on their missiles. And so you have to understand all that background in order to understand this Ukraine conflict. And so he doesn't see any US interest in fighting a proxy war with Russia prior to nuclear war, that is weakening the conventional military of Russia. And there's a very real strategic purpose that the globalists have in doing that in order to make sure that uh, Russia and China join together in a major nuclear war that it isn't going to be a conventional war to start with. It's going to be a nuclear war to start.
0: Uh, If you were advising a president, RFK Jr., vis-a-vis the war in Ukraine, what would you, you would tell him obviously everything that you've just related to me, but how would you tell him to handle it?
1: Well, I would I would advise him that, uh, and this has to do with his response on China, which I have to tell you before, you know, this is the worst of his foreign policy decisions where he said that he does understand that China is trying to control the world economically, but he does not believe that China is ever planning to go to war with the West, or the U.S., and that is very, very naive. You see, if you don't understand the communists and what they have even said, I mean, I would present him, for example, the speech of General Hao Tian in China, talking about how they are planning on taking over America and Canada for living space because they're running out of agricultural. They've run out of agricultural space in China, how they intend to nuke this country and to use biologic weapons to cleanse this country, how ruthless they are. He needs to know that kind of stuff to know that they Russia and China have always been preparing to attack the West. And these are strategies um, to, to reestablish the Soviet Union. I would explain to him, for example, how at the phony fall of the Soviet Union, just prior to that, that the Russians moved in hundreds of thousands of Russians into Estonia, Latvia, and the other Baltic states and Lithuania. That's why they put Crimea and the Russian-speaking people of Eastern Dubas into Ukraine. The Soviets did that, not the West. Soviets did that. So that they would have an excuse to intervene at some future time, knowing that they were going to fake their own demise and then have to rebuild. Uh, the Soviet Union, after they'd gotten aid and trade from the West to help build up their military and catch up with the U.S., that they would use the Ukraine, and that's exactly what we've seen here, as an excuse to intervene, and that you must stop that intervention so that they don't get away with this phony fall of the Soviet Union and this grand deception.
0: Joe, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back and uh, continue to discuss the candidacy of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Stay tuned.
2: The truth goes through three stages first it is ridiculed, ridiculed. second it is violently opposed. opposed third it is accepted as self-evident self-evident you're listening to richard serrett's strange planet
0: joel skousen is with us editor and publisher of world affairs brief how do we subscribe joel well
1: people can go to worldaffairsbrief.com and on the left-hand side there's a little red title called Request a Sample. And in that sample, you'll get the current briefs that we're talking about, much more information that we're able to talk about directly. And it also tells you how to subscribe either by the month or by the year or even every two years. The World Affairs Brief is my analysis of world events every week, every Friday, from a conspiratorial point of view, meaning what the deep state and what the media isn't telling you about these types of things. And just like this analysis here, where I analyze material about Bobby Kennedy and why he doesn't understand certain things in foreign policy because of his lack of understanding the conspiratorial history
0: of the world. Um, Your brother, Mark, uh, Mark Skousen, um, he's got a a Freedom Conference coming up, Freedom Fest Convention in Memphis, and uh, uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. will be speaking there.
1: Yeah, it is the largest conservative libertarian gathering every year in the west and uh it's a huge convention and uh, bobby kennedy's uh, accepted invitation to be one of the keynote speakers it's going to be uh, it's july 12th through 15th uh anyone who still wants to come can still get tickets and uh, it's going to be an interesting um, uh,
0: event uh was it was it your brother's idea to invite him and if so was he surprised when when bobby accepted
1: well, um you know, my brother, of course, takes my newsletter and uh he he knows what i uh you know I feel somewhat hopeful about the Bobby Kennedy candidacy in terms of the fight against conspiracy even though my brother isn't publicly a conspiracy believer uh he's also enthusiastic uh about uh, Bobby Kennedy's uh, potential shaking up of the political thing and uh You know, Bobby Kennedy is a good match for uh, libertarian conservative things because he he is fighting against big government. And so it's going to be... And my brother does try to have both sides at his convention. He has a lot of debates and a lot of uh, pitting left versus right. And that's what makes his convention so interesting.
0: Uh, Freedomfest.com for more information. Freedomfest.com. And um, you can also... um... I believe you can book tickets there and your hotel. That's in that's Memphis, right. yeah. that's in Memphis. All right, let's go back to uh, Bobby Kennedy sort of on the issues. Uh, so we talked a little bit about Ukraine. Um, what about the economy uh, and his plan to tackle inflation? Does he does he have a firm grasp of economics, do you think?
1: Well, he doesn't, um, but at least he understands that government is the big driver of inflation. He says, we've got to wind down the American empire. We've got to stop this war spending. He talked about 16 trillion dollars spending in COVID. He talked about, you know, eight trillion dollars spent on these worthless wars of intervention. And like most conservatives who are also anti deep state, who decry these wars of intervention. I mean, Iraq wasn't responsible for 9/11. Neither was Afghanistan. Uh, even Osama bin Laden wasn't responsible. He was a CIA agent, paid agent. Uh, Americans don't understand that they the deep state has financed all the terror organizations and directed them for many many years and Bobby Kennedy doesn't understand that either but at least he understands that these wars are driving up uh, inflation by all of the spending of government and uh, he wants to spend that those billions on medicare food stamps and other things that is typical for a, a natural for a liberal democrat which doesn't really solve the inflation problem in fact when you give Deliberate federal money, put it directly into the hands of the consumer. It does raise inflation, but I think because of his honesty, if he got some good advice on that, if my brother Mark was an economic advisor to him, he he would uh, uh, straighten that out. But unfortunately, you can't. You know, he has departed from the Democratic Party on so many issues, especially support of government and big farm and things. If he were to depart from the Democratic Party on welfare, and privatize Social Security and food stamps and other types of things like that, he, he would never, uh, ever get, you know, the Democratic nomination. And he probably won't anyway. But uh, uh, he, he is still a, a traditional Democrat in, in the sense of
0: being pro-welfare. What about Bobby Kennedy Jr. on the immigration crisis?
1: Well, he's very good on the immigration. And this is what shocked Elizabeth Vargas. You know, he puts the full blame on the Biden administration. And he gives a tour de force about what's going on on the border. He's been there a couple of times. He talked to the border patrol. He's seen what they're doing. He, he And he made some interesting statements. He says, you know, they are letting everybody in. Their only job as a border patrol is to pro, become a processing agency. They let everybody in. They give them a court gate to show up seven years in advance now. They're so backlogged. And they let them go anywhere in the country. He says, we need to seal the border. And she says, you mean you want to build a wall like Donald Trump? And he wouldn't directly answer. He says, we need to seal the border. And that will include the use of sensors in less used areas. But yes, build more walls. <laughs> but above all, he says, we need to stop this policy of making the border patrol simply a processing and go back to stopping people from getting in and sending them back into Mexico. And he talked about how so many of these things are from Africa and not just Latin America anymore. Everybody throughout the world is coming to Mexico. And Mexico is facilitating this, he said, by giving them free internal visas, providing buses for them right to the border. And they just stand in line until they go across and get captured by the Border Patrol and let in. Just So he really... Um, He's really in opposition to the democratic policies on the, on immigration, but he does say that as president, he would expand legal immigration for workers. He says it's not fair that illegals get in so easily and people who want to come in legally have to wait 10 years to process their paperwork to get in.
0: How do you feel about that, that uh, addendum, uh, expanding legal immigration?
1: Well, I I have a little bit different point of view, which is more libertarian in view. I think it is that every immigrant that comes in ought not to have to go through government, but ought to have a legal sponsor of a U.S. citizen who is responsible for their welfare and for their conduct, and they are at risk of losing their citizenship if they sponsor somebody who turns out to be a criminal or turns out to escape or You know or doesn't follow the rules so this makes each individual who sponsors someone personally responsible and they will personally only choose the best people to sponsor or they're going to lose their citizenship. right that's the way to do illegal immigration to bring in the best people and make sure that they're taken care of without any welfare and without any government payments
0: so something that goes hand in hand with illegal immigration or at least the poorest border and that is the um the drug addiction epidemic and fentanyl and opioids which are flooding across the border um bobby kennedy junior on handling the drug crisis your thoughts
1: well you know he would decriminalize marijuana and psychedelic type drugs um, and he wants to make recovery from hard drugs easy cheap and readily available and i don't think that's really very realistic for example, you know, drugs really fry the brain and destroy good thinking. And it's, it's difficult to imagine drug addicts willingly, you know, at least the majority of them going for treatment because they like the high, they like the escape from reality, the fact that they can be in a homeless camp and do drugs and things. Uh, Very few of them want to personally come off the wagon until they've done something, you know, very, very bad. Uh, It's, I, I I, for example, uh, feel like we ought to heighten the the penalties for doing any criminal act under the influence of drugs, so that there's a massive um, incentive not to to get involved with drugs. Uh, it's like drunk driving, you know, the reason it keeps going is because we really don't have a high enough uh, barrier. An incentive in terms of penalties, and I'm talking about three strikes and you're out. Um, you know, you never drive again, or you go to prison, or you know, it's just. Um, I think you need to be really strong. As a libertarian, I think people are free to corrupt themselves in private, as long as that doesn't affect other people's fundamental. Once you go beyond the voluntary and start to damage other people, I think you need to come down very hard. And prison isn't the isn't the solution. It is recovery and and other types of things, but then three strikes and you're out. And I even believe that, uh, you know, for chronic criminal activity, the death penalty is appropriate. You need to remove these people out of society. That's my personal
0: view. Right. Mandatory treatment, um, given a choice, prison or mandatory treatment. And I I think you talk about sending them. And I think. Bobby Kennedy Jr. even alluded to this, maybe, you know, sending them off to sort of a, a work farm type situation. Yeah.
1: You know, the Italian model that you mentioned is very, very interesting. You know, you take uh, organic farming there in Italy and they take these youth and not only try to get them off the drug wagon, but teach them a, a viable skill, how to grow organic food and how to learn to work. And I think that's much better than a treatment system in a, in a jail cell or in a, you know alcoholics anonymous circle of people i mean teach them how to be productive people that's a, a very great model
0: all right Joel, we'll take another time out back with more of our conversation on robert f kennedy jr is he for real welcome back
2: welcome back Richard Serrett's Strange Planet.
0: Joel Skousen is here, editor, publisher of World Affairs Brief. Once again, how do we subscribe, Joel? Uh, Readers
1: and listeners can go to worldaffairsbrief.com and click on the left-hand side to the red line that says, request a sample. You get today's brief of what we're talking about and uh, it tells you how to subscribe. It's a modest fee, about a dollar a week, to subscribe to my unique analysis of the World Affairs Brief
0: so let's talk a little bit about why he's on un- bobby kennedy jr is unlikely uh to become uh the nominee he's polling now somewhere between 15 and 20 percent um which you know he, he's been censored he's been um pretty much you know isolated although that's starting to change i think uh, the, you know the media can't help themselves this he's such a captivating uh, individual that he's starting to get some air time um so as you point out in in this edition of the world affairs brief that 15 to 20 percent is likely to continue to grow um what's going to prevent him how will the 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 dnc how will that machine prevent bobby from becoming the nominee if he starts to rack up some victories in the in the primaries for example
1: well they're going to have a problem because unlike bernie sanders who they obviously sandbagged and tried to keep keep him successfully away from the nomination um, Kennedy is a real force to be reckoned with. And, you know, as as I said in the brief, the media can't seem to help themselves. They should be boycotted. No one should be interviewing Bobby Kennedy. That's the word on the street, but they can't help themselves because it's good for viewers. I mean, the, the, the News Nation interview with Elizabeth Vargas has got millions of views and that's just boosting Kem- Kennedy's uh, uh, response. Uh, And and the way that he goes after things, I mean, it's interesting. I just have to mention this because when Elizabeth Vargas let this doctor and, you know, challenge him, how can we help you come to the side of science? He didn't realize what he was getting into. I mean, first of all, Kennedy's rebuttal is just dramatic. He says, first, vaccines are not safety tested, not a single one of them.
0: No double sign again.
1: Of the 72 childhood vaccines mandated, none have been tested and double-blind with double-blind placebo-controlled child studies. And Vargas interrupts. Oh yes, they have. And Kennedy responds right back. No, they haven't. I have sued HHS to provide a single pre-licensed safety study for any of the 72 vaccines, and they have finally admitted there are none. And boy, did that shut her up.
0: Yeah, he he can cite uh, studies and uh, chapter and verse. He's he is a formidable debate debater, and uh, Joe Biden obviously is not. I mean, Joe Biden couldn't uh, debate a, a six year old at this point. Um, well, they're
1: never, as I've said in the briefs, they're never going to let JFK or RFK Jr. debate Biden. I don't think they're going to let anybody debate Biden. That's how they're going to avoid the debate thing. They're just gonna say the president isn't going to debate anybody. I'm positive of that. If he's the nominee, I still don't believe the Democrats are stupid enough to try to run Joe Biden. He's so senile. He continues to wander around the stage and get lost and say the most stupid things. I think they want to eventually run Gavin Newsom for the Democratic Party. And I'll tell you, Bobby Kennedy would make mincemeat out of Gavin Newsom because this guy is a radical pro-lockdown COVID maniac. And that's the strong suit of Bobby Kennedy. He can destroy anybody on that issue of the mandatory lockdown and the record of California and how Gavin Newsom has destroyed California. And so if it ends up being Newsom versus Bobby Kennedy, he could very well get the Democratic nomination. But that's about the only way. Right. I think probably Bobby Kennedy is going to have to run as an independent. Uh, and that would change the whole nature of the 2024 election because it would make it a three-way race. And that generally splits up the vote enough. um, You know, he would probably take a good portion. Well, he could take an equal portion from the Trump independents as he would from the Democratic uh, traditional independents who are fed up with Biden. Because uh, a high percentage of Democrats don't want Biden, if he's the nominee, to run. They really fear that.
0: Right. It's not like a Ross Perot scenario where he basically uh, uh, handed the election to, to clinton because he took sufficient from bush he would take equally from both but let's say it is biden and part of me thinks you know if they can keep propping him up they will because he's so controllable and that's the way they like it um uh they can get him to do whatever they want uh let's say it is biden um Will they will they pull out that those the way that Hillary stole it from Bernie with the super delegates is that the mechanism that they'll use to uh to prevent him from getting the the, the number of uh delegates he needs to win primaries
1: yes they'll certainly use the superdelegates. super delegates that's a, a a formula they they have never given up uh, and they they can throw any any election uh, they want that way uh, so yes um, the problem, though, is that, you know, if they continue to run Biden and he ends up being the candidate, they will have to use so much fraud to steal the election that it risks becoming obvious. Hmm. I mean, with polling, frankly, you know, false polling in the 30 percent, but real polling down about 15 to 20 percent for Biden in terms of overall approval. Uh, this really is a recipe for for fraud and visible fraud. Uh, that's why I think it's unlikely that they run by it. If they do, you know that they're so confident in their ability to use computer fraud, and it isn't having to do with Dominion. I mean, it's just any computer system that has open access to the internet is liable to have fraud. And but the major fraud occurred at the tabulation computers, not at the actual voting computer. That's where they flipped the votes. That's where they made Trump vote d- disappear, and that's where they could do all kinds of manipulation.
0: Um- do you think there's any chance? I know that publicly, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has disavowed any chance that he would ever consider running with uh, Donald Trump as his vice president. Do you think there's any chance he might consider that? If he no, no, not, not the, at all. No.
1: You know, Donald Trump respects Bobby Kennedy as an opponent, but Bobby Kennedy does not respect Trump as a president. And. Uh, and I would tend to agree, he's just too volatile, he's too flamboyant, he's too egotistical, he can be flattered. And you know he still thinks Kim Jong-un, North Korean dictator is a, a wonderful guy. I and mean, He's never got over that being snookered. Um, and, and by Xi Jinping, Trump thinks Putin's a nice guy I and mean, that he could stop the Ukraine war just by one call to Donald Putin. He just doesn't understand anything about conspiracy fact or theory about what's going on in, in foreign policy.
0: So if um, if Bobby were to run as an independent um, as we were mentioning earlier, do you think he could he could win?
1: Yes, he could win. Um, you know the the remaining support for Donald Trump in its core constituency is unshakable. it's uh, there uh, but it is a, a small minority um, and uh, the minority that would, you know if we had a true election uh, he could very very well win especially if there was a, a debate uh, uh, which they the, the nation would require once the democratic convention is over they would require that the the presidential candidates uh, debate and uh, biden would not come across well so i think he could very well win in a three-way race if it were an honest election but i am convinced we will have no more honest elections so The deep state will control who becomes the next president it won't be donald trump it won't be bobby kennedy
0: Hmm. if it were bobby kennedy some by some miracle what do you think a kennedy administration would look like would he would he be would he be like you know john f kennedy jr walking into this like a you know a a sheep thrown before the wolves so would they chew him up well he would
1: have much of the same problem of donald trump Bobby Kennedy is not an insider. He would have to rely on the Democratic establishment to advise him on who to put into people. He's not. He has not studied conspiracy outside the big pharma, pharmaceutical and health conspiracy. So he doesn't know about foreign policy. He would probably have typical foreign policy people advising him, and uh, it would not be good. Um, although the the globalists within the foreign policy establishment are clearly you know, working against Russia. And I hate to say this as an anti globalist, but they're doing the right thing knowing that Russia is planning on attacking the West. Why are they doing the right thing after having built these two enemies for decades? Because they know they had to switch sides before the war when the war is imminent so they don't get blamed for it. And so now they're going to be on the right side. I'm not so sure how, unless I was advising Kennedy, if he could manipulate or see through. The the problem that he's going to he's going to get for once in his life some truth out of the foreign policies for, for devious reasons. He's going to get some truth out of it and he's going to have to overcome the bad information the conservative movement is getting about anything the globalists do has to be wrong. Because right now they're doing the right thing for the wrong reasons, but for the right
0: thing. Well, Bobby again is appearing at your uh, brother Mark Skelson's Freedom Fest convention in Memphis in uh, July. Well, this month actually, in just a few days. Are you gonna Are you gonna be there? Are you gonna get any FaceTime with Bobby Kennedy?
1: No, I'm not uh, invited because I'm a conspiracy theorist, and my brother doesn't want to be associated with that. Ah. he still wants to have uh, cachet with the establishment, and uh, I could go if I wanted to, but. Uh, uh, I don't think I would, you know, get any FaceTime with him uh, unless someone
0: gives me an introduction. If you were to receive an introduction and you had 10 minutes with Bobby Kennedy, what would you say to him?
1: Well, I would give him enough information in 10 minutes that he would want three hours.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, how do we once again subscribe to World Affairs Brief?
1: World Affairs Brief uh, is a subscription-based newsletter based upon these values that I've uh, expressed here. You can go to worldaffairsbrief.com and click on Request a Sample. That sample explains all the options to subscribe, and um, you'll get it in your email box every Friday morning.
0: Joel, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. You have a great summer.
1: My pleasure. Thank you.
2: A new Richard Sarrett's Strange Planet drops every Monday, Wednesday and Friday.